Welcome to the Top Diz. I'm your host, Ty. Today, I've got a really fun one I'm going to be talking about. Today, I'm going to be talking about the Top Diz's top experiences during my recent family trip. So, I was able to go to Disney World here in October and I went with uh, my whole family, uh, which is a family of four, and my brother-in-law's family, which is a family of four, and then also my mother-in-law got to come along. And man, was it a blast. We had such a good time um, at Walt Disney World, and it was uh, my brother-in-law and his family's first time to Disney World. So it was the first time they ever went. They kind of let me go carte blanche and just plan it all and uh, to ensure that they had a fun time and I really enjoyed it. Like it was a lot of work. It took a lot of time, but I loved the process. Like I loved the process of planning it, to figuring it out, to really kind of see, you know, what is going on as far as, you know, what we were going to do, when, and what people wanted to do. And uh, we sent them a book prior to going, the new Frommer's book about, um, you know, Walt Disney World for 2021 and all the new rides just to get them excited. And, it was fun. We had bought the magic bands. We had got um, shirts for a boobash, which I'm not huge on matching shirts, but um, it was fun to have during the boobash. And so we did all those types of things, and it was just a blast for me to plan. And it was one of the, uh, it was just a fun time. Like, I love seeing people experience Disney for the first time. And um, I had fun trying to make it as magical as possible, and I had a blast there too. But it was fun planning it. I mean, that's half the fun for me is just trying to plan things out and making you know things happen, experiences happen um, for my extended family, and it was definitely magical. So I want to talk about a few of the things that um, on the trip that kind of just stood out, and so I'm calling it my top experiences from my most recent family trip and. You know, there's 13 things I listed here that were just fun, and it's kind of wild. I look at it now, and it's just some of them, a lot of it's food items and food things, but um, I don't know. I guess food, you know, does make me happier. Those experiences around those food make me happy, and so that's why they made this list. So I'll get into it um, and, and tell you guys. So we went, we had, they had four-day park passes, so I have... Uh, annual pass so I could go any day I wanted but we bought them um, four-day park passes so we went to a park on four different occasions and then we also went to Boobash so technically you know we were at the park for you know five days essentially and then we went to Disney Springs um, and we did some other stuff and this time around like we all wanted to be together so we didn't stay on property we rented a home in Winter Gardens, it was super quick and close. Like it was literally like two miles from, or even less than two miles from Animal Kingdom, and um, it was. I mean, it was super close, and it was nice having a home um, where we could spread out. There's a pool there, and you know, all of that was way cheaper than us staying on Disney property for sure. And um, you know, it was before Lightning Lane came out. So, you know, staying on property wasn't, there wasn't that big of a draw to stay on property for multiple different reasons. The only thing that really could have helped us out, I guess, is getting into the park 30 minutes early. But we truly enjoyed um, the time at our home. And most of the homes around there, if you haven't looked at them, they turn the garages into huge game room. I mean, there's three giant arcade games. They had a 
like a PS4 in there. Um, there's a pool table, foosball. Um, like I said, there's a pool out back, and all this was way, way cheaper um, than staying on property. So we paid about as much as one family would have paid to stay on property. Um, we got to stay in this um, house. So we did have rent a car from that standpoint. So as I've talked about before, that kind of adds up um, from the standpoint of the parking. So each time we went, um, you know, unfortunately, my brother-in-law and his family had to pay, you know, $25 to park every day, which is a little bit of a drawback. But reality is we got a big house area to spread out where you could go in your own room if you needed time alone, etc. So it was nice. But anyway, getting back to my top experiences, I will start um, number 13 on my list is the fuzzy tauntaun. So if you don't know what the fuzzy tauntaun is, it is a drink at Ogus Cantina. So Ogus Cantina is in Galaxy's Edge um, on the planet of Batu, which is in Hollywood Studios. So it's the Star Wars area of Hollywood Studios, but there's Ogus Cantina, which um, it's Oga the Hut. So she's related to Jabba. Um, if you remember Jabba the Hut from Star Wars, but Oga has a cantina there, and it's just like a cantina like you would see in any Star Wars movie, right? Like where Greedo um, and Han Solo were shot at each other, all those sorts of things. But super fun place. They have really fun drinks, and this fuzzy tauntaun was just awesome. My mother-in-law got it, and if you don't know what it is, it's basically like a, um, it's like a fuzzy navel. So the actual drink part is like a fuzzy navel. However, it has a what they call buzz foam on top, and it's made from a Sasachuan flower or something like that. I don't, I don't really remember what kind of flower, but I could look it up. But um, bottom line is they put this foam on top, and the foam makes your mouth go numb, like your whole mouth goes numb. And it's just a crazy, crazy feeling, and it makes you feel like you're kind of off planet. And so I really enjoy... Um, getting that drink and i've got it <laughs> had my sister get it one time as well and she had no idea what she was getting into she wasn't too happy at all but um, my mother-in-law liked it um and was really cool as the waiter he actually brought us over a cup of the foam so everybody could just you know scoop some out and try it um so that was pretty cool of them to do they didn't have to do that so it's just them making it even more magical so number 13 was that fuzzy tauntaun experience that we had at Oga's cantina um, in Disney Hollywood Studios. That's number 13. Number 12 of my top experiences on my latest family trip. And this is this is kind of wild. Like we were going on test track and just super fun thing. So I have two girls, if you've listened to this podcast before or know me, and um, they have two boys. So my brother-in-law has two boys their family and it was just fun it was fun making the cars during test track so if you've never done test track before you get to make your own vehicle before you get to ride test track and you know it's just it you know with those boys they love cars and it was just fun just to see them make the cars that they wanted to make um and then we had to actually it started raining so we had to wait we were literally getting on like the next a vehicle and it went into a delay and we kind of just hung out there for a while and that was just it was just fun just to relax in the ac while it was raining outside but then after that they love test track but after test track you know there's the area where you come out you see the vehicles right 
you see all the GM vehicles or uh, Chevrolet vehicles and you know it's the new Corvette and the cool Tahoes and Suburbans and there's the games where you can race your car that you just built and it was just awesome to be playing with the family and it was really cool because there was hardly anybody in there because like I said we were there they halted um, test track and then they started running it again and we actually got to go we were one of like two cars that got to go and then they stopped it again and so we were kind of in this area all by ourselves and there wasn't very many people in there at all besides the people that stand around those vehicles and giving you stats and all that sort of stuff um, with the chevy vehicles but it was just a fun time and i think i'll always remember that and the kids just had a blast during that so that's number 12 on my list number 11 um, I'm going over to Animal Kingdom, and it's it's the safari. So seeing and hearing um, some of my family members, you know, on the safari for the first time was just awesome because you get to see animals that you don't get to see everywhere. And so my brother-in-law has um, a decent-sized piece of property, and they have, like, chickens, and they've had all kinds of different animals. Um, and they get to see all sorts of animals in their yard, whether it's deer, or coyote, whatever it may be. Um, but they love animals and so this was just super cool because they were excited they got to see everything from like lions to giraffes having fun and I, I just loved everybody getting to see those things and it seems like they all had a blast on that safari and I do think it's one of the coolest things that that Disney has to offer and you know I wish I lived right there and I think I'd go on it all the time just to see the animals because it's super super cool so number 11 was a safari for the first time for those folks number 10 so on our first day at the park we were at Magic Kingdom and man my uh, my nephews love to eat and we went to Liberty Tree Tavern and what's really fun is they love Thanksgiving food and man like just seeing the spread at Liberty Tree Tavern and watching them go to town because, well, at least one of my daughters doesn't, she doesn't eat a whole lot, my youngest, like she doesn't, she just doesn't eat a bunch. And so just seeing them go to town on mashed potatoes and turkey and, I mean, they just thought it was awesome. They just thought it was awesome. It was as much as you could eat. And I think it, it was just a fun atmosphere. Like we had a great time. We got to sit down out of the heat. Um, and I think they thoroughly enjoyed the meal that they got to have at Liberty Tree Tavern. And so that was really fun. That was a highlight uh, for me. That's why it came in at number 10. Number nine is another eatery. Like I said, I found a lot of food things on here. So, and you know, maybe this is just me. That's may, maybe my preference. I like having experiences like that. And generally this is time when we we're sitting down um, and engaging with the family where sometimes we're just you know standing in line and, and doing different things but number nine was the sci-fi dine-in theater so I think that you know just seeing my family there I think they really enjoyed it my mother-in-law I think thought it was awesome because it felt like her childhood of being at a you know drive-in theater as you get to watch like sci-fi from the 1950s and eat cheeseburgers and milkshakes and um, or adult beverages, whatever it may be. But um, I thought that, was, thought that was super cool. And then my youngest nephew is super into like Godzilla and King Kong. And so, you know, the attack of the 50-foot woman and like all this sci-fi stuff was right up his alley. Um, so it was just fun. And, and I got to say, like I know sci-fi sometimes gets a bad rep for 
the actual food they serve, but the food this time around was awesome. Like I've had some there that's just been okay, but it was really good this time around. I don't know if they've changed stuff or if their burgers are made different, but mine was fantastic. Um, so anyway, highly recommend Sci-Fi Dining Theater, as you guys have know if you listen to this. Definitely like my favorite spot to eat, um, just because it's basic and fun and totally different. So number nine, Sci-Fi Dining Theater. Number eight, top experience with my family was Boobash. So Boobash was was awesome. Like, is it worth the money? You know what? Probably not. I mean, there's no there's not a long wait at all um, for stuff of Boobash, but it definitely needed to be longer, or there needed to be you know a special fireworks show or something a little extra. I mean, there was some extra stuff. Like my family loved the trick or treating, but we had a blast at Boobash anyway because they didn't know any different. They've never been to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, so. They didn't know, but Boobash is number eight. Like we got to see, um, or some of them got to see Maleficent, you know, breathe the fire. We got to see um, Disney Enchantment fireworks from a different angle than we had before. We got to, you know, have free food. Like that was a huge hit with them. Like all the popcorn you could have or Mickey bars or Mickey ice cream sandwiches, um, the candy, like I said, the trick-or-treating. So that to them was super super special and yes the lines were super short and you know it's just fun being somewhere super late because these kids usually don't stay up late my kids generally don't stay up late at all and so being able to stay up to like midnight is super special to them and you know they had a blast so that was number eight number seven had the opportunity so my wife stayed at home with all the kids bless her um, she's awesome, but I was able to take, um, my brother-in-law and his wife and my mother-in-law to California Grill. So we got to eat the 50th, um, prefix meal at California Grill and they got to experience Disney Enchantment up at the top of California Grill. Um, cause we had a reservation at 845, which is like one of the best reservation times you can possibly get up there. It was awesome and super special. Um, you know, my mother-in-law she actually like you know said it was like one of the best nights and you know it you could just see in their faces the joy especially when we were outside watching the fireworks and they had cocktails and it was it's very special very expensive (laughs) very very expensive um but it was special and it was amazing and i'll tell you what like I got something because I heard it was amazing and I never would have ordered it over something else, but I got the tenderloin. So it's a prefix menu. So normally I would have got the steak, um, but I heard the tenderloin was awesome. And I have to say it was literally one of the best entrees I've ever eaten um, in my life. Like I've had a ton of good food. I've eaten a California grill before. Um, I've eaten lots of different places and this that tenderloin that they served like it was just phenomenal and now I've built it up probably if you go you're gonna be like what but I mean it was awesome extremely extremely good and then um, so that's my recommend for the entree as far as the appetizers go um, you know they were they were all good as well the had the bisque and uh, it was super good I would tell you though the um, best dessert was the uh, souffle by far so we all got different desserts and the souffle was just amazing so if you go um, you know tenderloin the souffle um, you know and then the beef tip 
was it ravioli or whatever for appetizer anyway um man just amazing meal and it's just super special up there during fireworks so you know highly highly recommend you all try that out um if you can because it's tough to get number six um was harmonious so harmonious at epcot um you know i actually think it's better than disney enchantment i think harmonious is fantastic now it's got some bad rap i think from some folks out there but compared to what used to be at epcot and i've seen uh, epcot forever illumination so i've seen both of the last two shows this this show but blows them away um fireworks there are fantastic now I will say I don't like the barges out in the middle of the lake during the day. I wish they were able just to bring those out at night because um, they are kind of an eyesore. But the nighttime show, if you have a good spot of seeing the middle uh, eye or whatever you call it, is fantastic. And the fireworks are amazing. Um, but the kids loved it. My brother-in-law loved it. Um, w- one fun part for me is uh, I took a bunch of, I ordered a bunch of glow stuff from Amazon before we went to the parks. And so just handing those out to people. So of course I give my kids, you know, necklaces and bracelets. And I did the same thing for Boobash as well. At Boobash, I gave them like um, spooky stuff. So spooky necklaces, spooky rings that all glowed or blinked or whatever. But at Harmonious, I had brought a bunch of just necklaces that you could make, you know, that you break and shake and, and put together. And I had a bunch of extra. So I just loved handing them out to other kids that were around as we were getting ready to watch Harmonia. So I handed out a bunch of those to other kids and just to see the smiles on their face and to bring them a little bit more magic than maybe they had is just makes me happy. So anyway, Harmonious was number six on my list. is awesome. We had a great time. Number five uh, was just the kids playing around, like seeing them have fun together is, is what it's all about, right? So whether it's them playing with water features or trying to pull the sword out of the stone right in front of, uh, you know, the castle or, you know, playing games in line as we're waiting or just, you know, the banter and different stuff that they they did. And even at home, like where we were, like playing in the pool or playing games and uh, just that family time, like you can't beat that. Um, but seeing the kids just be happy playing around at the parks um, and being carefree in a world right now that's super crazy is just priceless. So that was number five on my list. Number four is Enchantment. So Disney's Enchantment at the Magic Kingdom. Um, I definitely like Happily Ever After better, um, which was the old fireworks and projection show. But Um, Disney Enchantment, I mean, if you've never seen any of the other shows, which my extended family that was there never had seen those shows, so they didn't know any different. You know, they thought it was awesome, thought it was amazing, beautiful. Um, You know, my mother-in-law was kind of tearing up. Like, you know, it has an impact on you. Um, I mean, Happily Ever After definitely had an impact on me. And uh, Enchantment doesn't quite have that yet, but it was magical to be there and to see um, the kids like sitting down and waiting and anticipating the show, all those good things. So Disney Enchantment, really fun, um, really cool for them to see a Disney projection and fireworks show for the first time. And then, like I said, getting to see the same show 
um, up at California Grill. The fireworks actually were way cooler back there. Um, so even if you don't have reservations at um, California Grill, if you can somehow walk over there, um, you know, from Magic Kingdom, you can actually climb up the steps, um, the outside steps, and you can watch um, from places and they still pipe in music. So just FYI on that, just another option that you could have out there. But um, it was fun. Uh, you know, Disney Enchantment is great. Number three, I'm going back to a food experience, but this food experience happened at the Beach Club. We were at Beaches and Cream, and if you've ever been to Beaches and Cream, you've probably experienced the kitchen sink or seen someone experience the kitchen sink. Um, so unfortunately this time they didn't have the sirens go off and all that stuff, but um, we ordered the kitchen sink and the kids thought it was amazing, thought it was hilarious. They don't get, you know, treats like this very often. And so to have, you know, this huge, huge ice cream thing come out was just amazing. If you don't know what the kitchen sink is, it's basically like every scoop of ice cream they have, every topping they have, a full can of whipped cream, um, multiple spoons and bowls for everybody to, to take down this giant thing of ice cream and goodness. And so... It was just awesome. It was just fun. It was a fun experience. Um, you know, I, I'd never gotten the kitchen sink before because if I've been there with myself or my wife or even my family, like that's probably, it's way too much ice cream. So um, kitchen sink is number three. It's super fun. If you have a big party, highly recommend it at Beaches and Cream over there, um, you know, at the Beach Club. Super fun. Number two um, thing on my list from the top experiences from my family trip is something I've never done before. Um, I've seen it before and I just wanted to do it. And luckily we were able to make it happen. It was, they were trying to make it difficult on me though. Um, and that was take a boat on out on seven seas lagoon in Bay Lake. So I've all, I've, I've always wanted to do it since I've seen it is take, um, a pontoon boat out on seven seas lagoon and Bay Lake and drive it around. And so we were able to do that, which is really cool. So if you didn't know, you can take up to 10 people out on a pontoon boat and they rent those boats from, uh, right now they only rent them from the Contemporary and they do it from Disney's Grand Floridian. And they used to do it from Wilderness Lodge, um, but right now they're not doing that. So that's kind of where my issues lied. Like we had uh, breakfast at Trails End one morning um, this was a day we weren't going to the park, um, but we had breakfast at Trails Inn, and then from Trails Inn, we were going to, at, at uh, Wilderness Lodge, we were going to get on the boat and drive the boat from there around Seven Seas Lagoon, but unfortunately, they weren't doing the boat rentals from there, so um, they told me I would have to go to the Grand Floridian and or the Contemporary, so I drove over to the Contemporary, which is right by um, the Wilderness Lodge, and unfortunately, they wouldn't let me into the Contemporary because I wasn't staying there. And that's happening a lot now, just to let you know. They are not letting people into resorts that aren't actually staying there. Um, and that didn't used to be the case. So, I mean, yes, historically, like, Grand Floridian and Contemporary limited the people that were in there. But I told them, like, hey, I just left Wilderness Lodge. We were going to rent a pontoon boat. We're still renting one. Can I just come in, go rent the pontoon boat? And they wouldn't let me in. I showed them I had a reservation at Trails End, and we just left there, etc., etc. They still didn't let me into the Contemporary. 
So I was like, okay, that's okay. You know, we'll figure it out. And so unfortunately, I had to go park at the TTC, the Ticket and Transportation Center. Luckily, I am a season pass holder, so it didn't cost me to park. And then we took the monorail um, over to the Grand Floridian. So we, my brother-in-law said he'd love to see a new new place. So like I said, we were at Wilderness Lodge. We had already been to California Grill at that part, so we saw the contemporary. And so we went over to the Grand Floridian, um, and we were able to you know walk around that resort because um, we just took the monorail there from the TTC, and we rented a boat. We rented a pontoon boat from the Grand Floridian. We took it out, and you get to take it out right in front of, you know, the train station and the castle and, you know, the the big ferry boats are crossing, and you can go over by Bay Lake, and you can see wilderness lodge and the cabins that are on the river and you get to see the monorail go by you get to get drive under that i mean super cool um we got pulled over by the uh the disney coast guard whatever you called them because we had kids moving around as i was driving the boat and nobody's supposed to be moving while i'm driving the boat so that was that was interesting you know i got reprimanded by the disney coast guard so that's the first in my book um, but it was super fun being out there. So I highly recommend that. And to tell you the truth, like you should bring stuff out there, like bring food, bring drinks, bring whatever and have a good time. So we weren't really prepared. I mean, we'd just eaten, so we didn't need anything like that. Um, but it was fun. Like you get to Bluetooth, um, you know, music to the speakers that are in there. And I was playing Disney music and we got to drive around. Um, super, super fun. Just let you know any kids that are on board, are supposed to wear life vests so they technically have to wear life vests if they're under the age i think of 13 they have to wear their life vest the whole time they're on the boat um, but anyway it's super fun super cool something extremely different and it really wasn't too bad so um, technically it was supposed to be um, i think 90 dollars for an hour um, with my pass holder discount and we were out there for an hour I really only paid like $63, so I don't really know how they worked that out, if they cut me a deal. We were definitely chatty with the cast member there. Um, my kids were pin trading with him, and so I don't know if they took care of us there or what, but I know there is a discount uh, for pass holders for that event, but it was like $63 when we were out there for an hour. I mean, you can't beat that. It was, uh, it was fun, and not everybody can say they've driven a boat out on the Seven Seas Lagoon right in front of Magic Kingdom and uh, over in Bay Lake. So highly, highly, highly recommend that. Super fun, super cool. You don't go very fast because it's a pontoon boat and they've got like an engine that goes like zero miles an hour, but it was a good time anyway. That was number two. All right, now we'll go to number one. Number one kind of goes back to my fifth thing, but it's really just all the smiles and laughter we had. Like I think back about everything we did and, you know, whether it was the boys' first roller coaster or my mother-in-law going on Flight of Passage or um, my sister-in-law going on Flight of Passage and just how, you know, taken back she was from that. But um, that's it. I mean, it's the smiles, it's the laughter, it's the banter that we had you know, in lines, on rides, experiences that we had together, like you can't, you know, it's priceless. It really is um, the time. And it's just the Disney magic that helped make that happen. And it was just fun. I, I had a blast planning all of it out. And I feel like it couldn't have gone much better. We had amazing weather while we were there. 
and it was fun. It was exciting, and uh, man, I'm ready to go back, and uh, I'll be going back soon. So looking forward to that. And uh, so next time, my next podcast, probably go over some of the 50th stuff that I saw while I was there. But uh, thank you all for listening. I hope that um, some of these experiences I talked about are experiences that uh, you haven't had that maybe you can have in the future. So thank you all for listening and have a magical day. Mm